Hi, this is Grace Jensen. Being a newlywed is such a fun time of life, isn't it? But from personal experience, I also know that it can come with some pretty hard moments. I passionately believe that this time is a huge opportunity to create a solid foundation for the rest of your marriage. So let's have some newlywed real talk from the big stuff to the little stuff. Welcome to The Newlywed Show. Hey there, welcome to this week's episode. I am your host, Grace Jensen, and today I have my husband, Zach, with me. Hey guys, how's it going? (laughs) And we are going to be covering the topic today of just some things to be aware of if you are newlyweds that are both students and probably working too. And I think this topic is really important because I would venture to say that most of us with our own parents, didn't see their marriage work while they were both in school. And so navigating your own marriage while you and your husband are both in school is a little bit of a different ballgame. So I'm going to dig into that um, in a second. But first, before we really get to the meat of this episode, let's take a break and hear a word from our sponsor. Ladies who feel more put together when their hair is done, raise your hand. Okay, now ladies who actually have the 20 to 30 minutes a day it takes to actually do your hair, raise your hand. That's what I thought. Not many of us. But recently, I found a solution. Pretties by Courtney. Pretties by Courtney offers a wide variety of scrunchies, bows, and hair scarves that have made having cute hair actually doable for me again. It's so easy for me to grab a hair tie with a cute bow in it to hold my hair up during a workout class or tie a hair scarf to match whatever t-shirt I'm wearing so I can leave my hair down, but it's still out of my face. I actually did this this weekend and I felt so darling, you guys. But best of all, everything Pretties by Courtney offers is under six bucks. So search Pretties by Courtney on Etsy and use code code newlywed show for 20% off or follow her on Instagram at pretties by Courtney. That's Courtney C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y. Okay. So as I was saying, um, when I, when Zach and I got married, we both were in school, we both were working and I was really surprised at how much pressure I put on myself to, do all the things that I'd seen my mom do growing up and be a student and an employee. I, my mom was a stay at home mom. Um, and so, you know, I had seen her make us all lunches, make my dad lunches, make us all dinner every night, clean the house, et cetera, et cetera, go, you know, go grocery shopping, all of the things. And so I, I just was really caught off guard by that by the pressure that I put on myself and the high expectations I had on myself when Zach and I first got married. But I quickly had to come to a bit of a reality check because I was just as busy as Zach was. And so it wasn't very healthy for me to put that much pressure on myself because it's not good to <laughs> to expect yourself to run fast when you have strength. And it was hard on our marriage because I feel like I started to build some resentment. And when I was stressed out, it was harder for me to be present with Zach. I feel like it just kind of stressed you out more than anything is you just, it, and it was you, you, this, this internal pressure just kind of built on you and it made it harder for us to communicate uh, well about different things. And, you know, I think as we, as we talk about all these things we're going to talk about today, um, I think kind of one of the themes that's going to show up is the, the, the fact of the matter is it's not all going to happen all the time. 
You know, it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to get everything done. The house isn't always going to be clean. Amen. Um, but you know, I think as, as you work on all of these things individually, the most important thing is just keeping your relationship alive and well. Um, because you know, that, that's the, that's the glue that holds everything together. And if that doesn't work out, then nothing else matters. So, yeah. Yeah. As in all things, there are seasons, right? Finals week may not be the time to deep clean your bathroom and make perfect meals from scratch all week or plan three fantastic dates or something like that. You know, it's yeah. just, it just, it just might not all happen that week and <laughs> yeah. that's okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, so one thing to be aware of the, and I think if you don't know about this already, once I start explaining it, you'll probably go, Oh, especially if you are the woman, this should, should feel pretty inherent is, Beyond just who does the things that you can see in the relationship, cleaning, going shopping, cooking, et cetera, there's something called mental work in the relationship that you have to be aware of. And sometimes that can almost be more stressful than the actual doing. So mental work is things like who is actually adding things to the shopping list? Who makes sure that either you or your husband actually goes to the store and knows what to get? Who buys gifts? Who communicates with family about if you're coming to Sunday dinner or not? All those types of things that that you just have to do in your head to keep the household and the relationship running. And that can be really overwhelming when you're already trying to keep track of assignments and things for work and getting enough sleep and all the things. So that's one thing to be aware of is husband's talk with your wives and see which of those responsibilities you can um, take off their plate. Like I know for Zach, one of the things we talked about is, Zach, you can add stuff to the shopping list just like I can. (laughs) (laughs) And we have a shared one. Right now we use our Alexa, but in the past we've had a shared note that we use. Yeah. And you know, uh, I think, I think one of the things... Oh, oh just there's, there goes our, Alexa. Oops. And now she's listening again. Anyways, we're going to we're going to not say Alexa very loud anymore so she keeps <laughs> so she doesn't keep. So one of the things that I think it's important to recognize especially for husbands at, uh with when you're thinking about this mental work is it's it's really easy to look at these different little tasks that Grace was talking about and not think of it as actual work or important things that you know, that, that actually count towards the home. You know, it's not, it's not as easy to check off a list as, you know, say doing the dishes or cleaning the floors or doing the laundry, et cetera. You know, there, 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 there's a lot of little things. And, and the, the, the thing, you know, and this is something that it took me a long time to kind of give credit to is, is kind of the best way to describe it. Um, is, is it takes, it takes a lot of, it's just, it's just the mental work of keeping track of these things and making sure that they happen. Um, because again, the fact of the matter is they're, they're not, most of them aren't big things. Most of them are little things, but there's a lot of them and they just have to keep, you know, you have to keep track of them. You know, all of, you know, for example, in our relationship, Grace keeps track of the bills. Honestly, I have no idea how to pay our utility bills because (laughs) Grace has paid that our entire time that we've lived where we are right now. And so, but you know, that she keeps track of that. She knows when they have to get paid. She keeps track of, you know, how much money is in the different bank accounts, uh, and when, when it needs to be there, when, so that we can pay rent and pay utility bills and pay insurance and all of those things, you know, she keeps track of that. And I'm really grateful that I don't have to keep track of that, you know, <laughs> but that's, a, that's, that is a mental exercise that she does that, you know, I think it's, it's one of those things that it's really easy to, you know, just not give credit to. 
Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's just something to be aware of. And there are times when I realize that I'm doing a lot of mental work and it's building up and I need to communicate with Zach and ask him to take some of that on because I don't know if it's always as instinctive for men as it is for women for whatever reason. Right. Well, and I think, I think it's because we like, we like the checklist things. We like the things that we can do and it's done and we can mark it off a list and, you know, we can see that it's done, you know, so it's, it's not quite as instinctive, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Um, But outside of the things that happen in our head, there are still those things that we actually have to do on the outside. Cooking and cleaning all takes time. (laughs) And once again, for those of us who grew up in a more traditional household where we saw our mom always doing a lot of the cooking and the cleaning, it um, is really easy to put a lot of pressure on us, on you know, on you as the wife to do that. And so that's another thing that Zach and I are constantly working on. Um, And we've tried a couple different systems throughout our marriage. I I think the one that we're on right now is working better than I think all of the ones that we've used before. But basically what we've done, what we've decided right now. um, And, you know, this is just kind of one example of how you can potentially split things up. But right, right now we have it such that, you know, Grace, you know, is taking care of dishes and laundry and stuff and, uh, and also food things for the most part. And I'm kind of doing most everything else around the house, you know, bathrooms, uh, bedrooms, vacuuming, cleaning floors, et cetera, you know, those kinds of things. Um, and that, that's, that's working for us. But, you know, the, the important thing to recognize in all of this is the fact that, the matter, you know, I, I think it's really easy, again, as men, I think it's really easy to assume that because she's, you know, the woman in the relationship and maybe this is how your parents worked, that she's going to be the one who's primarily responsible for taking care of the house. And, you know, just because she's a woman doesn't mean she magically has more time to take care of these things. Again, like Grace kind of talked about earlier, she's just as busy as you are. She's got school. She's got work. She's got, you know, if you've got kids, she's got to take care of the kids too. You know, she's got a lot of things on her plate too. So, you know, you can't just expect that that's going to be one of the things that she takes care of. Yes. Amen. But a word to the women. There is something in social sciences called maternal gatekeeping that can happen sometimes. And while it does use the word maternal, it can happen before you have kids as well, where basically it means that you're being really critical of your spouse in the way he is taking care of the kids or loading the dishwasher or cleaning the bathroom or whatever to the point where it's discouraging for your spouse to try and contribute because they just feel like you're going to tell them that they didn't do it well enough. And so that is definitely something that I had to be mindful of at times and stop and be like, all right, is this, is he actually doing this wrong or is he just doing this different? Or just do I, do I just need to take a second and ask him, why are you doing it that way? (laughs) You know, pretty early on, we had the classic debate of which way do you put the utensils in the dishwasher? (laughs) And I explained to him why I like putting my utensils in the way that I did. And then I said, but you know what, honey, if you're going to be the one unloading the dishwasher, you can load the utensils any way you want. And so that was my way of saying, look, this, this impacts me if I'm going to be unloading the dishwasher. And so please do it my way. But if you're going to be unloading the dishwasher, do whatever you want. I really don't care. These these days we do it her way because I've I've kind of become converted to her way. <laughs> but uh, you know that's 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 a different matter. And actually, kind of a funny story to go along with this. You know, so Grace actually learned about this topic in one of her uh, classes down at BYU uh, while we were still dating, and we were at my we were at my aunt and uncle's house, and we were doing the dishes after dinner. Um, 
and I don't remember exactly. I think I think Grace was. I, I don't remember exactly what was happening, but I was. I think I was loading the dishwasher, and she mentioned something about that, and I and I couldn't remember the term for maternal gatekeeping, and so I just said, "Grace, stop mother gating me." <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of a funny way for us to like. For him to call me out or for me to be like, yeah. oh, sorry, I'm mother gaming, you know, for me to catch myself if, if I catch myself in the act. Yeah. So just be aware of that. And that doesn't mean that you might have to get on the same page and discuss Absolutely. things sometimes, but just be aware and be, you know, encouraging and grateful for what your husband does contribute. Uh, um we like credit. It's important to us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, now, shifting gears a little Speaking bit. Speaking of credit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was exhibit A of Zach's sense of humor. <laughs> Let's talk about money. <laughs> I have to get really clever, guys. Credit money. Um, but inherent in student and being a student is having to pay for school. So discuss how comfortable you are with debt or student loans. How much debt do you have going into the marriage? Um, what are you doing with your money? What's your plan to pay it off? You know, I know us and and several of our couple friends have had very different levels of comfort between the two spouses in terms of what they were comfortable with. So that's something to discuss and try and get on the same page about before it's FAFSA time. <laughs> right. And you know, there's, there's not necessarily a, you know, I, I just, it's, it's, it's mostly just important that you are on the same page, I think, you know, and I think, you know, if you're, if you're going with the Dave Ramsey approach, you know, no debt is best, obviously. Um, and, but, but again, you know, I think there's, uh, you know, there, there, I think there's a line in there somewhere where, you know, at what point does, does it kind of not become worth it? Because, you know, I think the alternative, if you're going to go with no debt, essentially you're, you're still going to have to pay for school. You have to do a lot of working, you know, while you're in school. And I think the thing to consider when you're doing that is at what cost? Because if you're both working full time and also doing school full time, and, you know, it, when, when do you spend time together? Because that's just, that's just a lot of time that you have to be doing other things. You're focused on other things. And so I guess the question come, it comes to at what cost? So, you know, I mean, for, for us, we, we don't have a whole lot of student debt, fortunately. Um, but we have a little bit and it was, it, the, the question kind of came down to, you know what, we, we're going to, we're going to take a little bit of, of, of debt because it's going to allow us to not go crazy during this semester and super stressed about, uh, you know, how much credit card debt we're, we're, we're racking up or something like that. And so that was, that was sort of the way we went about it. But again, this is, it's so important that it just be a joint decision between you and your spouse. Yeah. I think it's really individual depending on what both of your love languages are, um, what both of your abilities are, just try and stay on the same page about it, stay in touch about it. And what like the potential salary options for your career field is after you graduate as well. You know what I mean? Like you oh, as a absolutely. medical doctor, you know, it's a little bit more acceptable to take on a lot of debt because you're also going to have a huge income afterwards. So, you know, again, just another factor to take into account. Yeah. Um, 100%. Um, and something that Zach had to adjust to in particular after we got married is, well, I should say this with school comes an inherent ebb and flow of times you have to study times you have to be on campus doing labs or other things. And it took Zach a little bit of getting used to because we dated, um, a little bit more long distance. Um, 
when we did get married and move in together, he wasn't used to having somebody who like was wondering where he was at night or how late I was going to be on campus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but I'm an engineer. Um, um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that, that, that's an important detail. So, you know, especially before, before Grace and I got married, yeah, I would spend, you know, 12, 13 hours a day on campus, you know, and it, it was, it was, I, again, I would, like Grace was saying, I wasn't used to anybody asking how late I was going to be on campus or wishing that I was home so they could spend time with me. And so when we got married, it was, you know, I definitely had to be a little bit more aware that, you know, maybe, maybe I didn't have to do all my homework on campus. Maybe I could come home and do some homework. We could spend some time together in the middle. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, that was just something that we had to get used to and figure out. Yeah. And that's a little bit different for everyone. I know that we have friends who the husband is an engineer and it's really important to him to do all his homework on campus and heaven bless his wife for letting that be what it is (laughs) (laughs) because for us. Um, and of course I have to be respectful of Zach and his focus, but it still is nice that I can pop in and give him a hug and a kiss or, you know, ask him a question really cuddle and talk for a little bit or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I think we both enjoyed that. So that was a little bit of a shift that, that you had to get used to. And kind of along with that as well, the fact of the matter is, you know, different people have school as kind of a different priority level as well. Um, you know, and I think, you know, for, for, for a really long time, it was really important to me, not just that I pass my classes, but that I get A's in my classes. This is a really important thing. And then we got married and it was still important for me to do well, but I think it just, it kind of just put things in perspective that, you know, maybe getting an A wasn't as, as important as spending a little bit extra time with Grace and just not stressing about that quite as much. And And so, Right. Yeah. And so I was still passing my classes, but it's just, I'll tell you what, my GPA definitely dropped this for the semester that we got married. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Not too bad. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. I was already in the grad school. I already had a job. So, you know, I, I, I wasn't too worried about it at that point. But <laughs> fortunately, it was my last semester of my undergrad. So yes. Yeah. yeah. But that's also a good thing to recognize is that for one spouse, you know, they may need to put a, a lot more time and concentration into that than the other one. And, um, along with that ebb and flow with school, it's still really important to kind of find patterns of connection and find consistent times when you and your spouse can connect. So when we were first married, we would get up and get ready together in the morning and, um, talk with each other while we got ready. And that I think is cute because that's what Zach's parents do too, is his mom, um, we'll get up and talk with his dad while he's getting ready for work. So that's something that we've done. We have also done, um, when I was pregnant, Zach had classes that didn't start until 10 AM a couple days a week. And so I would sleep in, but then before he would leave, um, he would wake me up or if I wasn't awake already and we would just cuddle in bed for a little bit and talk. And that I loved that. That was a really good time. Yeah. I loved that time that we had together. I was sad when his schedule changed. Um, for some couples, you know, exercising together may be a good kind of pattern of connection to have. Maybe if you both really like cleaning (laughs) and can talk while you clean, that works for you, then that's a good time. Or cooking together. That can be, you know, really fun. That can be super fun. 
yeah, if you both love food and like, oh, let's try this recipe on Friday night together. So once again, just in, in the craziness of it, try and schedule things, even if it's not like a date specifically, try and schedule times to check in with each other and, um, just strengthen that bond. Now, that being said, there will be times when one of you has to be what we call a school widow. (laughs) where you know like so for me um I have to write more essays than Zach does in my major and so there are times when I have a big essay that's coming due and I have to do a lot of work on it still and so I will try and in advance say babe I'm so sorry but you're probably gonna have to be a bit of a school widow until Wednesday or whatever (laughs) and that kind of means um we're probably not gonna be able to spend a lot of time together I'm not going to be able to make food for you. I'm probably going to be asking you to make food (laughs) for me. And I just need you to let me do my thing and, you know, support me while I work on that. And I think that's really helpful because it helps us set that expectation with each other, um, give the other person their space, you know, while they're trying to finish something that's really important, that's really important. And then it's really, really important that after you go through that phase, you plan something to reconnect with your spouse. Absolutely. Because I know for me, when Zach has really busy periods at school or at work or at both, um, I think especially since we've had a baby, um, I think I still experienced it some before we had a baby though. Yeah, I think so. I will start to feel a little bit resentful, even though I know that it's coming and I know that he's doing it best. And, you know, I know it's just an unfortunate alignment of circumstances. Yeah. It's just, you know, and you know, going, it goes both ways too. It just starts to feel like, you know, it's, it's real easy to start to feel like you're pulling more than your fair share. Um, and so I think it's just really easy or it's really important. I mean, to, uh, it to kind of mentally prepare yourself, which is why it really helps a lot. If you can have that conversation beforehand, if you're looking at this week going, Holy crap, I've got six assignments due and a test and a project, you know, and you, it's just, it really helps to, for the other person to mentally prepare themselves to know that, you know, they're just not going to have the support from you that they usually do. And one thing that actually my brother and my sister-in-law say that they have said a lot, they, he's, he's a doctor and, you know, he's still in his residency and, um, you know, what, one thing they've talked about a lot is, you know, they both need to give a hundred percent all the time, but sometimes one person's hundred percent is different than the other person's hundred percent. And so it's just, you, you just, you, you give what you can, but that level of what you can is just different at different times and at different stages. And so just doing your best to communicate about what that looks like, um, for any given coming week is, can, can just really help to reduce that level of resentment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you can try and be aware of it ahead of time too, then maybe you can try and avoid it a little bit. There are definitely times with Zach where, you know, at, um, over before the weekend starts, I'll ask, what do you have due next week? And then I'll try and support him in spending a little bit more time, you know, on some of those things and trying to get them done ahead of time so that they don't kind of all happen all at once. And we don't get to spend a lot of time together for a couple days. Yeah. So hopefully something in this was helpful for you. Um, Just remember to be patient with yourself and with each other. And it's always okay to go back to the drawing board um, if you feel like something isn't working. And inherent, once again, with school is you have different semesters and some semesters are just crazier than others. And so um, 
be flexible and be okay with being flexible, you know, from semester to semester. And if you can try and coordinate, um, schedules, that's fantastic. If you can try and make plans at the beginning of semester of, okay, this is when we're, this is when we're going to spend time together or, you know, I can really use support from you on Tuesdays because those are really hectic days for me or things like that. Just try and be intentional about your relationship because, um, you will be able to do so much better in school and work if your relationship is solid. Absolutely. And you know, like, like I was mentioning, like I mentioned at the beginning, ultimately the most important thing is your relationship. And so, I mean, if that, if that is plummeting, you know, do make whatever other sacrifices you need to, in order to make that happen, you know, maybe, you know, what that has looked like for me sometimes is just saying, you know, screw cleaning the house for a little bit. We're just gonna, I, it's more important that I spend time with Grace and with, and with Jackie. Um, and we're just going to let other things kind of, you know, just kind of fall off a little bit, or maybe I'm going to not worry about doing as well on such and such an assignment, you know, because I need to spend time with Grace and that's more important. So again, just remember more important than anything else is your relationship. And so do what you got to do to prioritize that. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to say, letting the house be dirty is a bigger sacrifice for Zach than it is for me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so thanks, babe. That's <laughs> because I love you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Newlywed Show. Please subscribe and um rate and leave us a comment that goes a long way towards helping other people find the podcast. And of course we would appreciate any feedback. You can follow us on Instagram at the newlywed show and, um, feel free to send me DMS of any topics you would like us to discuss or people that you think we should interview. Thanks so much for listening. You know that rhyme we used to jump rope to on the playground? First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby in a baby carriage. Well, maybe you're just hitting the marriage phase, but you probably have friends that are hitting the baby carriage part. And let me tell you the number one thing that I did not register for for my baby shower, but have used the most are bows. So let me tell you about one of my favorite companies, Shop Little Honey. They release a new collection of handmade bows and bow ties every month and somehow they've nailed the perfect size. So whether the little one you're gifting them to is two months old or two years old, these bows and bow ties will look so adorable on them. So head over to their website, shoplittlehoney.com and use our promo code newlywedshow for 50, that's five zero percent off of your entire order. You can also head over to their Instagram at shoplittlehoney for monthly giveaways.